Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to part two. Part two. Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back to us. You realise you don't have to copy me. If I if I sing the beginning bit, that doesn't mean you have to sing as well. You can just you can be your own person. I was just in the singing mood, actually. No, well, I I suppose singing is contagious. So, hello, Francis. Can you hold a note? La. No, no it's more. If you're doing that, La. if you're doing more that, it's it's more. La. Hold on, before we La. before we get into singing. <coughs> hello. Hello everyone and welcome back to part two of Private Parts where me and Francis talk about our most sordid and intimate details of our life. It's not always sordid. Vara diary. Uh, yours are just you're always talking about hiding poo. My name is Jamie Lang and please welcome my co-host, colleague and dare I say friend, Francis Ball. Hello everyone. Thanks for coming back and listening to this second part of now, the podcast. if you are crazy easy enough not to have listened to part one please go back and listen to part one because we talked about my diary we talked about boxing we talked about dreams we talked about your wanking we talked about masturbation we did your sex problem your low sex drive (laughs) with women we did not talk about that we did we We spoke about your low sex drive with women in the room we also have tom hi tom hi hi tom is he hi uh, it's a bit early to be how, high is, how high is Tom? <laughs> Why, is that what we call him now? Hi, Tom. <laughs> Francis, um, we also uh, had some... You know, Do you know how many listeners we are now? I know last week we were on 50,000. Do you know how many times we are on this How week? many have we had? We basically hit 70,000 listeners. Wow. That's amazing. That is absolutely great. 70,000 listeners. So thank you to every single person who's got in touch. Uh, we absolutely are astounded by the kind of, you know, appreciation and, and love for the podcast. We are doing it for you guys. And we're pleasantly surprised, actually. We really we're are pleasantly surprised. Um, shocked, some would say. Shocked. We really are shocked. And also, you know, we constantly want... Confused. Feed- we're a bit confused. <laughs> You're just always confused. Tom is high all the time, so he... I think so, yeah. <laughs> but we also want to hear feedback from you as much as possible. So, as always, we would love you to email us at privatepartspodcast. Leave a review. Private parts podcast at gmail.com if you have any queries, questions about <clears throat> life, sex, relationships, work, anything at all, even health related. France and I and Tom are all qualified to answer any question. Plus, if you have any reviews, um, we would love to hear them so you can review on the Apple iTunes. As we've said before, we need feedback just to feel, you know, worth something. We do need feedback. I've actually got some reviews. Do you want to read them? Should we read some more reviews? Because we love the fact that people are reviewing the podcast. So um, we've got Lol from Etond. Loving this podcast. Thank you, Jamie and Francis. It's not very often I laugh out loud at a podcast. Laugh out loud? <laughs> Telling <laughs> Irish, Jamie. I usually listen to true crime, so there's not much lolling going on there. So I've been sandwiching you in between murder and necrophilia and the like. Thank you for brightening up my usually dull working day. 
cracking from James. T1234. Love it. However, surely if Jamie was a superhero, he'd be the Flash. I base this on his apparent tendency to run away. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I was talking about my fighting with France. Well, yeah, France and I, we had a fight last episode. I can't get enough on this from Ellie Lewis, 320. Funniest podcast ever. Absolutely addictive and hilarious. Just listen to every episode in one morning and can't wait for the next one. Jamie and Francis are perfect together and balance each other's humour perfectly. Would recommend to everyone. Thanks for making this, lad. Thanks for making this, lads. You're welcome. Lo- welcome. That's loads of emojis there as well. Uh, what, what, what emojis? Just a little clap, clappy hands and crying faces and love oh, hearts. Great. Can canned DNCN. Hey, Jamie and Francis, loving the podcast. Jamie, your little laugh in the background while Francis tries to read his diary. Emoji laughing face. Don't listen. <laughs> in, don't listen in public. Regi. This is very humorous and entertaining podcast. I've had to ban myself from listening to it on the way to work and fear that I will spill my morning coffee over myself from laughing out loud. We also need to have the answer to the question of the week. Uh, oh, so, yeah. what was your question, Francis? So, my question was, what film was in cinemas when France last executed someone with the guillotine? Okay, and I said it was Frankenstein or something like that. Firstly, what is the year? Because when is it? It, can't, it must be years well, ago. I, well, you'll, hopefully you'll be able to work it out from the film what year it is. Okay, what film was it? Star Wars, A New Hope. Bollocks. Absolute bollocks. They did not execute someone about... They executed someone with it, a guillotine in France when Star Wars A New Hope was in... in it's like 1977, yeah, right? somewhere around there. Was yeah. it 1977? Yeah. yeah. Tom is a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Was it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Chewbacca. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, th- I think it was... I, I, I think, think it was... Uh, I think... <laughs> it'll be the second... <laughs> Luke Skywalker came to you in your dreams, didn't he, Tom? <laughs> Tom, what is... Can you do your best do it. You can do one, can't you? Go on, do it. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is Francis Chewbacca impression. Do it. <laughs> do it, Francis. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> oh my god, that one scared me. What the fuck was that? That was quite a good one. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> So wait, you're saying that the last guillotine in France happened in 1977? Yeah, around that, yeah. Are you sure? There can't be It's right. definitely 70s, yeah. We have a caller in a France ball. We have a Dr. Ubi Inyenko. Ah, Ubi Inyenko. Who um, actually contacted us because of our talk on hair transplants. Oh, really? Um... And he says, my name is Eby and I was listening to your podcast the other day about Skype sex. It was great. You and, your, you and Francis are hilarious. Despite me loving podcasts, the reason I'm contacting you is because you mentioned during your podcast you were potentially thinking about having some work done in your hair. Ah. I'm a hair transplant wow. surgeon. That's brilliant. Let's give him a call and see if he can give us hair transplants. Welcome to the O2 Messaging oh. Oh. Should we leave a message? Okay, leave Please a message. leave your message after the tone. To re-record your message... Key hash at any time. Uh, hi there, this is Francis Ball and Jamie Lang calling. Uh, we just wanted to have a chat with you. Um, you know, we received your email uh, about hair transplants and we're listening. So uh, just get back in touch and we want to know what you can do to make us beautiful. Goodbye. That's the weirdest message I've ever heard anyone leave. <coughs> Dr. Eby's going to pick that. Would you get a hair transplant, Francis? Would you do it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not too bothered about going bald. I mean, 
My father's bold. He's a legend. My uncles are bold. Uh, they're all legends. They're so. bold. They're bold people. Bold. Yeah, they've got. Yeah, they. Yeah, I think. Do you know? Also, it, it it's was hereditary, isn't it? So. It was. It was Mother's Day on Sunday, and oh, yeah. I actually did not see my mother. Did you guys send a message to your mother? I mom? saw my mother. Yeah. Tom, did you? I sent my mom flowers. Oh, that is so like. See, I didn't send my mother flowers. So what I've decided to do today is you didn't send it. You didn't, are useless. No, I'm not useless. You're a terrible you, son. You are a terrible boyfriend, a terrible son. You're just an embarrassment. I'm not an embarrassment. Fine. I you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, I'm going to phone my mother now, and we can talk to her, and we can find out if I'm a terrible son or I'm a good son. I feel like that's okay. a okay. Yeah. good one to do. Her Let name, me ask that question. You can ask her for sure if you want to. I'm just going to call her. She's seeing my um, aunt and uncle, I think, at the moment. <laughs> Hello, hey, mummy. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. You are I can't on. Hear you. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. Can you hear me now? Private parts sounds like something in the army. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, what we, I wanted to ask you is: firstly, it was Mother's Day on the weekend, so Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. You did ring me, and you put a picture on Instagram, and that made me feel so happy. There we go, because what, what Francis was saying is that he saw his mother, he was saying that I was a bad son because I didn't send you flowers or things like that. Am I, was I a good son growing up? Was I a good child? You were a flipping nightmare <laughs> till you were four, but you were just so cute that we forgave you. Why was I such a nightmare? Oh, because you were so impatient and so you threw tantrums and you always wanted what you couldn't have and you didn't listen to discipline and you, if I said stay in your cot, you climbed out of it. <laughs> and I'd had your perfect brother who never put a foot wrong. I couldn't understand how I'd bred this demon. <laughs> um, and you just didn't do anything anyone asked you. But why, is that just, that's probably just bad parenting though, surely? No, because I, do you know, we discussed this last night, your brother and I. He said... You parented Jamie exactly the same way as you parented me. It's nothing to do with parenting. It is nature, not nurture. <laughs> you just came out. You were six weeks early. You were an emergency cesarean. You just <coughs> caused havoc from day one. Okay, well, fine. Because this is our private parts. And he's never looked back. <laughs> I've never looked back. Because this is our private parts, Molly, what is, I suppose... What is the thing that I did when I was younger that was just the most awful thing or the thing that really just upset you that just you weren't happy with? What was it? The most private thing I possibly you can think of. Do I have to reveal these private things? No. Uh, yes, you do. Never, something that really upset me. Well, nothing when you were little because you were just enchanting. You looked like you'd been dipped in a tub of golden syrup. Um, <laughs> even though you were naughty, you were just <coughs> loving and so pretty so gorgeous um the the things you did that were so terrible were when you got to teenage years and you smelt girls i smelt girls (laughs) i didn't smell them you you, like a dog you picked up a whiff of a girl and then you were off and you would the worst thing was you wouldn't you would you told lies I told lies. Did you? Did you? That you, surprises me. I, does that surprise you, Francis? Yeah. It surprises Francis. Because you're such an honest guy. Lies, Francis. He thinks they're white lies to get out of trouble, and that doesn't count. Yeah. So you'd say, Jamie, who took the bottle of Chassin Morachet? He'd go, not me. And I'd say, well, it's gone. So who, who took it? I don't think it was me. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, of course you knew it was you. What about what about the time Mommy, when I, I, I broke into our step? No, the one when you broke the worst thing you ever did was bring three friends up and break into your stepfather's flat and stay there. And I got a and I got a call. I got a call from you, Mummy, didn't I? I was back at school and I got a call from you. 
and you said someone's been in the flat. Yep. And the mattress was upside down, and I said, what did I say? You made the beds wrong. You tried to make the beds, but you hadn't made the beds. Um, <laughs> the worst thing, what, do you remember, I drove to school and I had you up in front of the headmaster, the housemaster. Yeah. I made him do it with you, and I said, you know, I'm a single parent. I'm trying to parent you all on my own. And, and you were just so naughty. <laughs> And you and you sat there and you you wouldn't admit that you'd done it. Naughty but charming, so that's that's always good, right? Yeah, but you can charm the birds off the trees. The prob- problem you've always had, always, is that you promise the world and then don't deliver. Oh no! <laughs> so he's not very good we at managing expectations. Every time. Also, you my. Say you don't manage people's expectations because if you said, "Look." I will try, but it's unlikely that I will do it. Like my 60th birthday party. I promise I'll try to be there. I probably won't. Are we going to go into therapy together? This is what we're going to do. Feels like it. That's a little bit. Okay, just quickly, because this is also private parts, and we have to go, is is having sex with your partner two to three, maybe four times a week, a perfectly ordinary number? At what age? <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, I listen, I love you. Um thank you very much for I love you. I love you very much. Thank you so much for tuning into private parts. Of course, you'll be listening every single Friday and you're a subscriber and because it is free. I do subscribe, but it is free and actually you make me laugh. You've always made me laugh. <laughs> And I'll... Francis makes me laugh actually more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's what all the reviews say as well. I like to hear. <laughs> Aunt Mother's just great. She's great. She's great. Yeah. All mothers, I feel, are great. Yeah. Mo- right. Mothers are great. They are awesome. Listen, there's, it has come the time that I have to, you know, put down my spear and allow you to read your diary. That's true. Oh, are you ready for it? Yeah, so, I'm, so... I'm ready for the diary. This is what, this is your time to shine. This is your moment. <clears throat> this is your, your moment of glory where you can pull the sword from the stone and give us everything that you... Desire. All right, well, here I go. Monday the 20th of March. Oh, already bored. Well, that's the date. I didn't write that. <laughs> Monday the 20th of... Monday the... <coughs> Mon- Monday the 20th of March. The end of another heavenly weekend in Austria. I woke at 7am this morning with my bags packed to make my way to the airport across the border in Slovenia and catch my 10am flight back to Stansted. Everyone else was staying an extra day, but I was eager to get back to London for an afternoon meeting with the bottling plant that is going to be packing my new cider brand. The friendly Austrian driver was waiting for me, and we drove out into the Corinthian Alps as the sun crept over the snow-capped mountains in the distance. The pale blue sky had an iridescent hum to it, and there was not a cloud in sight. What does Austrian... What does they speak in Austria? German. Yes. (laughs) Jamie. They do? They speak German? Not yeah. Aust- they don't speak Austrian. No, they speak German. <laughs> they, they don't speak Are you Aust- kidding me? They don't speak Austrian. They speak German. Austrian? No, they speak German. Oh, Liebenschlappen. That's like Austrian. That's, oh, my God. How do you... Wienerschnickchen. How do you, I mean, there are plenty of Austrians in London. I mean, have you never met an Austrian yeah, but before? They, but they speak English. They speak German. Yeah, but they speak English because they're living in London. They don't talk, go around speaking Austrian. Oh, so you've never seen Austrians amongst one another? Amongst other Austrians. I probably have, yeah. You've been to Austria? I've been to Austria, I've been to Le. They spoke German. <laughs> I've now remembered. Danke <laughs> schön. <laughs> okay, well, okay, we're glad we settled that. To yes. all of our Austrian listeners out there, I did know that I was actually just slightly confused for a moment. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> it was a shame I had to leave, but at least I was able to experience this wonderful morning as a result. 
I bought Katie a bottle of Clarence sh- shower stuff from the duty free, or what I thought was the duty free. It turned out there was another duty free ne- uh, next to my gate, which sold the same bottle for four euros cheaper. This almost, I almost allowed this to ruin my morning, but I decided. You nearly tried to over four euros. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Euros, you were disappointed, but I four decided euros. to let it slide. Oh well, well done. You know what? Well done for letting four euros slide. Hey, I mean, I, it was literally in the same airport. Two diff- there's, there's an arbitrage there. I could have bought it inside yeah. and then sold it at the other place. Yeah, well, I've got another saying for, for four, you. Pa- I've got four another, euros more. I've got another saying for you. The hasty man is the one who is fails first. That's not a saying. <laughs> that is a saying. I think you just made that up. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's the, not a no, saying. I didn't. The hastiest man is the one that fails first. That's not a saying. But That's definitely not a saying. Okay. It's a saying. I almost let this ruin my morning, but I decided to let it slide. I boarded the flame. Pla- I boarded the flame. I boarded the flame. I boarded the plane. I boarded the plane for a very painless flight back to London. It was textbook. I was first on and first off. As usual, I had only packed hand luggage, so I was quite smug about not needing to wait around with all those gormless, heavy travellers. I hate people who do that. Yeah. I hate. I, I, hate. How, I mean, people turn up with like. Like two big suitcases. Or are you saying you hate me? Yeah, I hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you always travel quite heavy. I travel heavy. I, it really irritates me when people go on flights and they, they, they try and save. I know, listen, we all we all. I don't trans- need more than what I can carry in a backpack. I just hate because then you go to your overhead locker type thing on the flight and you can't put your backpack in there because all the hand luggage is always in there. It's just a complete nightmare. Well, I've, got a, I've got a good like military grade... A rucksack which I can fit everything in. You know? Are you, Tom? Are you a are you a overhead baggage or an underneath the plane? Bag? Overhead every time. You overhead as well. I hate waiting for baggage I, when I you come off. I like to just get on. Well, I'll I'll tell you. I die. Oh, God, you bastards! <laughs> You're actually one of the gormless heavy travellers that I spoke about. That I smugly walked past initially. I boarded the Stansted Express with military precision, and then things went south. I wanted to wash my hands in the loo on the train, and it was one of those automated systems that squirts soap onto your hands and then is supposed to rinse them and dry them off. I got my hands very soapy in, t- in anticipation of the water, and then no water. The worst. What? No, that is the worst when that happens. No water, not just in this loo, but on the entire train. <laughs> I checked. Wait, so you went up and down the train yeah. to every single bathroom. So you've not And then I went back to try again at the other one and I and I was so angry that I left and this woman goes, Excuse me, can you close the door please? And I was like, Do you see my hands? How <laughs> they, soapy they are. They're covered in soap. This yeah. is mental. And and it was also it was soap it was like a soapy it was it wasn't even obviously the soap had been in there for a while because it smelled like weird, weird and vinegary. It was just so it was so horrible. It wasn't even some nice smelling soap. Um you, so you thought, God, I've just I'm at Stansted. No. I'm so I thought I thought I was so pleased that I got you know I got off first you know I, I got through security I got through um, you know border control didn't even have to wait for my bag because I obviously had my hand luggage 
I got on the Stanford Express, sat down, just like, oh, I'll just quickly wash my hands. Anyway, there, you know, no water, not even a tissue. <laughs> so what did you do with the Not soap? even a tissue. What did you so do? So my hands were soapy for the entire journey home. Where did you not rub them on the ground or on the chair? No, I tried to let them dry off a bit and rub them a bit on my jeans, but it was just still, they were still, there was, there was this film of soap along my... <laughs> I would have loved to see you on the train, just getting more and more grumpy and just going, oh, God, this, yeah, don't use the bathroom. It's, That's uh, exactly what it was like. It was, it was, it was very distressing. Anyway, so uh, that was my Monday. I liked your Monday. Yeah. Hopefully your Tuesday. Tuesday, 21st of March. I woke up this morning, had a double espresso, and walked down Kensington Church Street to the Virgin Health Club in Hensington High Street. Street. (laughs) In High Street, Kensington. I hadn't been to the gym in some time. Years. In some time. Years. No, 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 years. I'd been, probably been a month or two. And I felt it was time to get back on that pogo stick, as they say. As in, as in the metaphor, not there's not an actual equipment pogo stick at the gym. There's not, because that would be a good workout. If there was a pogo stick at the gym, it would be a very For good workout. For the glutes. Work. Yeah, it would be a good workout. Tom, do you go to the gym? Uh, I do CrossFit. You do CrossFit? Yeah, six times a week. No, you don't. Yeah. It shows. That, mean, that, means you must be, <laughs> that means you must be incredibly fit. I'm quite fit, yeah. Wow. That's impressive. That is impressive. I mostly Thanks. jog or yog. A yog. <laughs> go yogging. You yog. But anyway, I felt like I needed to do some, uh, you know, some anabolic work. The gym is one of those curious instances where you find yourself comparing yourself to the types of people you would otherwise totally ignore if they were fully clothed and you pass them on the street. I find myself admiring the feet and physiques of my fellow gym goers and sometimes feel compelled to offer some words of encouragement. Mate, you have a great body. You do not say that to people in the gym. But that's not the done thing, apparently. Particularly in the steam room, it's best avoided. (laughs) I decided to do a more general workout than focus on any particular muscle group. Last time I came back to the gym after a long hiatus, I overworked my biceps and had to walk around like T-Rex for a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst whenever you do your... It's true, whenever you go to the gym and you then do your muscles and then you try and put on a jacket or a shirt, your arms and your chest and everything just... No, 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 exactly. It's awful. And like, I literally, I couldn't open my arms, but they were at a right angle for like a week. (laughs) Which was fine when I was typing, writing my book. But it was kind of embarrassing when I was just walking along the street. You look like Mr. Burns. I know, I know. I felt like Mr. Burns walking along with my arms like that. And and you couldn't stretch it. Like, it's agony to to stretch them out. How did that impact your twice a day sex routine? Yeah. Uh, actually, didn't stop me. <laughs> you overcame. If it anything, so. it helped. <laughs> the rest of the day, I spent writing and didn't even take a, need a nap in the afternoon. Maybe I don't have sleep apnea. Tremendous. <laughs> Wednesday, twenty second of March. I caught the tube from Notting Hill to Chancery Lane to record the podcast with Jamie Lang. Is that all happened on Wednesday? It was morning rush hour, and the train carriage was quite a tight squeeze. One bespectacled city boy decided to try and squeeze on before the door closed, pushing one girl onto me and in the process spilling my flat white down my shirt. (laughs) How angry were you? Let me finish. He was standing there with a rather smug look as though he's just received a promotion when the doors suddenly slammed shut on his stupid head, knocking off his glasses. (laughs) No, did that really happen? Yeah. He went bright red and there was a sooty red line down his forehead where the edge of the door had connected. He muttered, Oh, I should have seen that coming, to himself. 
I think he was referring to the door rather than the poetic justice. I smiled. I like that. When Francis is very funny, when I was... Uh, Francis and I took... Because every single time we, we leave, having done the podcast, we go and take the tube together. And what we normally do, we go and get a juice from Joe the Juice and then we get on our tube. And Francis is very vocal. He's very, he's very vocal with this thing. So last time we got on the tube, there were people standing in front of us. And instead of kind of doing the British thing where you kind of go, oh, excuse me, he just shouts, move! <laughs> <laughs> As he shouts, and he's like, move! <laughs> they, they moved, didn't they? They did move, they did move. Friday, 24th. This morning, one of Katie's American friends, let's call her American girl, from their summer camp when they were younger, flew in from Spain unannounced and uninvited. I was a bit confused when she asked if she could take a shower. I assumed she was just going to move on to where she was staying, but no. Katie left the house to meet her agent, an American girl was milling about in the sitting room whilst I worked in my office. It was very awkward. She asked me where she should hang her wet towel, and I thought, giving her a hint, I said, just put it in the wash since you're not going to use it again. Ah, oh, trying to make her... I thought that was... This would be probably, yeah, so you're probably going to be leaving soon. Yeah, so just put it in the wash because, you know, so if you're not going to use it Wait, again. Wait, so can we... So you, this American girl, she wasn't invited? She wasn't invited. She turned up completely un- unannounced. She just called... She, she called um, Katie on the way to the airport and said, oh, I bought a flight and I'm coming to London. And then Katie was like, uh, oh, uh... And then, so then she, so Katie assumed, assumed she was going to be, she had somewhere to stay or whatever. And she just turned up with her luggage, like at my flat, right, where Katie was staying. And, and, uh, and it was just like so awkward. This and is like, what happened. And, and I was slowly, I was slowly, like, I was more and more confused. I was like, is she going to leave? Or is that, you know. Tomorrow? You would have been quite vocal about it though, as well. That's what you normally would. Well, I did, I did lo- lots of sort of the subtle. Shall move at her. Yeah, I, move. I, I did lots of sort of subtle, like, Hint, like what I thought were hints. But this I is what happened to me when I was in LA. So I was dating this girl who I won't say her mm-hmm. name, but I was dating this girl. Yeah. And uh, she would do the same thing. I just think it's the American way. Katie had obviously said to her in the past, you must come to England. No, no, no. At she, some she, point. She has apparently done it before. She just t- she turned up last last year, apparently. And, but anyway, it gets worse. Wait, wait, it gets but, worse. But, but, but this girl that I was dating in LA, the same thing. I would, the night before, I'd hang out with her and she said, oh, what are you doing tomorrow night? And I would say, oh, I'm, I'm going to go out with my buddies or have dinner, whatever. And she goes, oh, okay, cool. And I said, listen, if you want to come, please come along. It was like, I think it was even two days before. Then the day came, no message from her, nothing like that. It was like, whatever. And I, we were leaving our house that night and suddenly she just arrived. I was mm. like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, you told me like two days ago I could come. I was like, well, I, I, I sort of did. I didn't think yeah. Then she became this like 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 obsessed like person, and this is when I realised that I didn't f- fancy this girl. <laughs> we went to Vegas. This is slightly graphic, but I'm going to say it anyway because it is our private parts. We were on a flight coming back from Vegas, and I was slightly hungover. And this is when I realised I didn't didn't fancy her at all, is because I was lying on her, and she she whispered in my ear. <laughs> she whispered, "I can't wait." to have your dick in my mouth and I shuddered <laughs> oh I God. literally shuddered yeah the thought of it I thought I can't do this can't do this yeah yeah she's a very but they are American girls are very forward and you know they, they kind of they, they're very kind of like forward in that nature no no I mean I, I think this this was out of the ordinary I mean I have lots of American friends who come and stay with me and you know they ask permission in advance like this is I think a lack of total total lack of self-awareness <laughs> Anyway, so she was sort of hanging around the sitting room whilst I was working, and I was just like, what is she doing? Is she planning on... I mean, obviously, it wasn't clear that she was planning on staying at this point, because obviously there's no room for her, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's no, it wasn't a bed for her. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, 
fine. Um, uh, you know, I was working. Then anyway, and she ended up going out. Uh, came back anyway. We had the, had the rest of the day, and and then I came back in the evening and was like desperate to go and see this this Dream Girls show. So like, was like <laughs> what? What the Dream Girls? Dream Girls, yeah. Um, anyway, so let, let, so they go on, come, come back, and, and, and we all go to bed at like one or two in the morning. I wake up at ten thirty to find Ashley still asleep on the sofa, and Katie had, had gone out and got breakfast and pastries and coffees and stuff. Ah, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say Ashley. I said her name. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Ashleys in the world. Okay, unless it's okay. Ashley Simpson. Ash- well, anyway, if she, if she listens to this, she'll know I'm talking about her. Yeah, you dick. So Ashley, American girl. Uh, find, uh, she proceeds to then sleep on the sofa in the sitting room until 4.30 that day. <laughs> As though there's nothing bizarre about that. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I, it, during, during the time that she was asleep, obviously I had people who were meant to be coming around, ra- you know, to hang out at uh, home. We had to go out. I, uh, you know, obviously the pastries we bought, you know, Katie had bought her, had gone cold by the time she woke up. <laughs> so and I tried to say this. I tried to like hint her, say, oh yeah, it's, you know, I said, oh, sorry, the pastries have gone cold because they were cold. You know, yeah. to try to be like, because you've slept all day. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, why would you come to London and then sleep all day? <laughs> it was such a lovely day as well. So I, I ended up going, I went to lunch. I had a haircut. We, me and Katie went for a lovely walk around Notting Hill and then came back and she was still asleep. <laughs> It was the most bizarre thing. Like, really, like I just couldn't believe it. And and then and then and then woke up like there was kind of nothing. Like it was completely normal that she'd been asleep in our space the whole, whole thing. I said, "Oh wow, you must have been jet lagged." And, uh, and then she was like, "Oh no, I flew in from Spain." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what?" Yeah. So I mean, clearly, how can you not? I know know you through it flew in from Spain. I was saying you slept all day. <laughs> And then, okay, so she went out, which she got, asked Katie to take her out, you know, on the town. I was like, you know, I actually had some work, I was filming my YouTube video, mm-hmm. and um, cool. which is up today. Oh, really? Which is up today. So please do go and check out my video, my first ever YouTube video, which is a QA. and uh, a So, but anyway, Katie and, um, Katie and her went out to this club. She ended up then getting drunk and going back with one of Katie's friends, back to his ha- one of Katie's like, best friends, going back to his house. And then came back the next morning, like the next morning, not even mentioning it, and just asking, coming in, saying, "Oh, do you guys have any food?" And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, is she hot? Is Ashley? No, she's not hot. Well, no. Why, why would that matter? I don't know. Why would, I don't that, know why why would I, that matter? That doesn't matter. Obviously, <laughs> why would that matter? Because at least if her personality wasn't great, then she would have great. Looks. No, no. Well, anyway, I cannot be attracted to someone who acts like that. Uh, I find it incredibly unattractive. It was unbelievable. I don't know if I'm ranting a bit, but no, I like that. But I it like was just that. like is it's that, good to vent. This is the whole I mean, point. It was, I, I, like I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't believe uh, the lack of respect and like just consideration. And she didn't even bring a coming coming to stay present or anything. Which she, is, that's she, why I, that was actually why I didn't think that she was staying. I was like, well, and any, probably, any civilized person would have brought a coming to stay present at least. And she bought and she borrowed, probably borrowed your bamboo soap. Well, she probably used a lot of it. She probably scrubbed her entire body twice over. Listen, thank you so much to all our listeners who've tuned in today. Uh, once again, we appreciate it so much. Please, please, please get in touch uh, via our email, privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. We do reply to absolutely everyone. And please, we, are, we, we want all of your problems. Any problem, however how big, small, however how scary, how non-scary, we want them also, please email us, and also please leave a review. And as Francis always says, our podcast is 
free. And please subscribe. And always leave a message. No, you always say message. It's a review. Yes, or a review. A review yeah. We're yeah. Like, Re- leave a review. We're like it's not Uber. A, this is not an answering machine. <laughs> um, and as always, Francis, can you please leave us all with something inspiring? Better be nice. <laughs> Today. What? Or else. No. <laughs> That's your inspiring note of the day. Well, I... Better be nice today or else. Yeah. It's more of a threat, isn't it? <laughs> I'm threatening you to you better be nice or else. Be nice. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bye. Goodbye.